0: A house of prayer for all peoples, Jews and Gentiles alike. Sounds easy enough from our vantage point, right? If you want to go, go. But apparently there's certain criteria involved. Observing what is right, doing what is just, ministering to the Lord, loving the name of the Lord, becoming his servants, offering sacrifices, and so forth. God's house, the word also means family, God's house or his family, is for all peoples, but no one has an absolute right to it, as though each person can define the terms of his or her entrance and participation. For being a part of the house of prayer for all peoples has to do with being joined to the Lord. It's not like entering a theater or store as much as entering a marriage, being joined to your spouse. It wasn't, you will marry me, but will you marry me? With that, there's respect for the freedom of the other, reverence for the values they hold, and discernment of whether or not we share the values to which we can be joined together. Now, To extend this possibility to all peoples, God chose a particular people to be a light to the nations, directing all others to him through their covenant with him, through their laws, through their worship, and even through some of their peculiar purity and dietary regulations, which made them stand apart from everyone else. Now, as God was revealing himself to the Jews from above, so to speak, the Greeks were seeking God from below. Through human reason. For they have begun to see that there's order, design, logic in the cosmos. And they saw that order allows the world to be comprehensible, understandable. A random row of letters, for example, isn't comprehensible. Letters organized into words are. And letters don't just spring into existence themselves, much less do they happen to spring into an order that spells a word. There must be a mind of some sort, they reason that stands behind the world. And we, well, we must share something with that mind that allows us to perceive pattern, order, design. And if this mind created everything with order, then human life too must have an intended order, a way humans ought to live. But the gods of the Greeks for anything but morally well-ordered examples to imitate, the gods were often reflections of the most immoral human activities, which gave cover for humans to do basically anything they pleased. This Socrates and others began to critique and although they had reasoned their way to the conviction of a wise mind behind the cosmos, true worship can't be offered to an abstraction of your mind an idea, that's still a human thing. It was only when the Greek search for wisdom encountered God's revelation to the Jews that it seemed that their hopes had been fulfilled. But Greeks couldn't become physical descendants of Abraham, so they would never be full members of God's family. What was given to the Jews could never be for all peoples as long as heredity, ethnicity, and the dietary and purity regulations were in force. But then the most unexpected thing happened. St. Justin Martyr from the 2nd century, who was a pagan, raised a pagan, converted to Catholicism. After his conversion, he said, reason became man and was called Jesus Christ. Reason became man and was called Jesus Christ. Or in the words of St. John, the word God spoke to create the heavens and earth and human beings with order, became a human being himself and dwelt among us. The harmony of faith and reason were manifest in him. Physical descent was then no longer necessary for being born again through baptism and doing the will of Jesus his father having faith makes you his brother or sister a mother and heir to the kingdom of heaven. The animosity between Jew and non-Jew, which Jesus playfully referenced in the gospel, was resolved in him. Believe in him, follow him and your life will be lived in vain, which is available to all peoples so that all peoples might offer proper worship to God. What Jesus called worship in spirit and truth. Spirit means mind or reason, truth means In fact, by offering every dimension of your life according to that mind, that reason, the ultimate example of which we receive through our participation in the sacrifice of the Mass and Jesus' body and blood. Friends, for those of you who have ears to hear, the conviction of the reasonableness of faith and of creation is the basis for Western civilization, including science as we know it. This is precisely what critical theories of race, gender, and such have as a goal of deconstructing, pulling apart, tearing down. For the individual is understood as absolutely autonomous, and any constraint placed upon him or her It's a limitation to his or her freedom and simply a construct of the oppressors, of those in power, of random nature. Deconstruct these things, even if it means deconstructing a child's future fertility and physicality, deconstruct these things and you, the victim, can be free. It's no wonder the classic text, true philosophy, and especially the Catholic Church is a particular target these days. Professing as we do that the mind that created the world with the design on which science depends became a human being and provided the moral and religious pattern of an authentic human life and said, the truth is what sets you free. In Jesus' invisible form, a meaningful and mature life is made manifest. The gift, the sacrifice of yourself for others is how you find yourself. There's the underlying design of the human heart, the fulfillment of the temple sacrifices and how not to live your life in vain. We participate in it here in word and sacrament. It, he, Jesus, is the criteria, the pattern for being joined to the Lord in his house of prayer for all peoples. And friends, it's the content of the mission you are given to take into a society increasingly bent on deconstructing itself into the chaos devoid of mind, reason, Order and faith.